world's on fire, our culture's disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Dobbenmeyer. Well, you know, sometimes you feel like you've left things undone. That's that's the way that I feel every day when I when I come in to, to gather here with all of you. By the way, uh, we're going to take communion here real quickly, folks. So anybody out there, grab grab something if you want to. This uh, communion is in uh, uh, in honor of those who fasted, or maybe have come off the fast. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do that today. Uh, anyway, uh, I always feel like I've left some. Some crumbs laying on the table, which I think is probably a good thing. But I, I get burdened sometimes, not the right word, by there was so much good stuff yesterday that I wanted to sleep on it and come back and talk about it again this morning. You know what I'm talking about? Y'all with me on that? That when when we have one of our uh, when we have a really really good morning here at, in uh, in the queue, uh, it inspires us to think all day. I know it has me inspired me to think all day, and a lot of stuff I want to ruminate and go back and cover and. So we just trust the Lord and the Holy Spirit that he's going to guide us into all truth and give us the words that we need to say and study the things that we want to say. We're going to take this communion here in just a second. Um, Spencer, if you could real quickly uh, put up that poster of the event. You know what I'm talking about, the one I sent you? Because, folks, look, I I had the most amazing uh, thing happen yesterday. David Summerall, you guys all know David Summerall from Stop Hate. guy who made the video uh, Capital Punishment. We, we know David. He's been with us. I reached out to him yesterday. said, hey, David, listen, we're going to be at the Supreme Court on, on some of us are going to be at the Supreme Court on uh, on Friday, yada, yada. Here's what we're doing. And dumb me, I'm, I, it, this is, again, hey, Mel, working in our silos, right? Nobody knowing, right hand not knowing what the left hand's doing. Nobody knows. So I think, well, I'm going to go and we're going to do this at the U.S. Supreme Court and it's all going to be good. And David Summerall sent me this. Said, sent me this. Says, Coach, look, we're already doing this. I restore the Republic rally, Friday, January sixth, Washington D.C. Why I didn't get this? I, I don't. I didn't. I got my war uniform on today, by the way. Friday. That's that's like tomorrow. So I made the decision. I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to D.C. tomorrow. And Clay, you're going to host the show for us in the morning. What uh, what whatever that means. I'm going to be there on, on live streaming, but. Uh, we're going to be there. There's a there's an eight m rally at the U.S. Supreme Court building tomorrow. Uh, it's a tribute to Ashley Babbitt and those we lost on January sixth. Then at one p.m. we're going to be at the U.S. Capitol building, and at uh, seven p.m. candlelight vigil tomorrow night with all the uh, the guys who are lo- locked in the gulag. So we're going to stream all these. I know Jared, if you're here, and I got to talk to Jared about it. We're going to stream all of this tomorrow, folks. But I'm getting in a car. I rented a car and I'm I'm leaving this morning. I'm going to go stay all night at uh, Craig's house, and then we're going to be we're going to be bright and early tomorrow morning from the U.S. Supreme Court, and uh, we're going to stream it live. 
So we would ask you to do this if you would share this, share this with everybody. And again, I feel bad. I didn't know this was going on. We should have shared this. <laughs> it was two years ago, Friday, and we went to DC. Actually, it'd be two years ago today, wouldn't it? That we all jumped in those cars and drove out there two years ago. And these guys have been in the jail for two years. We got, of course, we've got the Brunson case coming up and all that kind of stuff. So we are going to be streaming live. 7 a.m. tomorrow morning from out in front of the United States Supreme Court building. So, Craig, we got to get up early, Craig. And anybody out there is going to join us. I know that maybe Steve Deck's going to make it, Myra's a couple of Anybody out that way wants to wants to be there. But know this, we're not the only ones. Not going to be the only ones. So I want to encourage you all that. So that's why um got a lot going on. Uh, Mel, go ahead. and uh, I know I got you done. You got some stuff you wanted to add as well. Go ahead, Mel. Yeah, Mr. Producer, if you put up thelibertyactionnetwork.com, we're going to be supporting this event. So, Spencer, if you'll go to the top and where it says events and then, um, yeah, upcoming events. By the way, Mel, by the way, Mel, I'm sending out a release this morning about our event tomorrow. And I want this released on your on on this website as well. This OK. OK, so I've already got it there. So if you want to change it at all, you can let me know. But um, there's a few I'm, I'm excited to see that the events are are populating. So this one I put together last night for you, Coach, um, Restore the Public uh, Republic Rally. So if anybody's wanting to pull this information, share this information, grab the picture and share it on social media, whatever, you can go to the LibertyActionNetwork.com and get that. Just to give a shout out to a few other events too. Tonight, Steve Hemphill is going to be doing a Q&A on spiritual warfare. So if you're interested in that, click on that. Um, and then I also added, go ahead and down, um, Jeff Klein's going to be at the school board again on the 12th. So that's there. And then Steve Hemphill is doing a spiritual warfare conference seminar in Abilene, Texas. So for all you Texas people. So I'm going to keep populating this, but I wanted to give a shout out and support to Coaches Action Um and then, um, but we want to keep building this. So if you've got events that you're creating, um, reach out to me once you have the details and, you know, I can give you help or you can even add it by yourself. And then. Um, Mel, I this is really help. good. This is, this is what I envisioned the, the Liberty Action Network doing, not us running plays, but uh, pointing out the plays. Yeah. We can run our own, but uh, round, can, can you believe that there's this rally? And I didn't know anything about it. Can you, can, I mean, it, it, I thought, Lord, what the heck? How can I not know that? Right. And How in order for this that? to work, we all have to be bird dogs for these events. And, you know, um, let me know and, you know, bring people into the network who are doing action. So um, we this yeah. is successful, not because of what I do, but if, if we're working on this together. So thanks, team. And the same thing that I said uh, the other day, somebody, well, it was Doug Hagman thought it was a waste of time to send all the letters to Brunson. I said, dudes, I didn't say it to Doug, and I'm not talking behind Doug's, Doug's back. This is the first time we're going to get hundreds of thousands of people doing the same action. Is it going to be effective? I don't know if it'll be effective. It's all in the Lord's hands, but we know this. We can do this, can't we? We can do this. We can have influence. Are you you guys watching what's going on in the House of Representatives? Whether that's a two-card Monty trying to select the Speaker of the House, all that, whatever. We see that 20, looks like 20 people are holding up that whole process. Now, what, what does that look like? Uh, what is it real? Is it staged? Who knows? But we do know this, right? That there are 20 people, which if you do the math, is about, uh, what's 20, well, one, one-fifth, one-fifth of the House of Representatives is, in fact, controlling the direction of that, of that caucus. They're doing it right now. We can do it, folks. It doesn't take everybody to do it. 
It takes some people who say, listen, we are not going to do that. We are not going to back down. We are not going to give in to that and decide like that. Uh, Lauren Bobert, I think's her name. God bless her. I don't know if you got, boy, I'm all over the place. She was on Hannity last night and Hannity tried to rip her a, n- a new one. Sean Hannity. Yeah. Sean Hannity's on the other team sometimes, I think. And what did Lauren Bobert say? What'd she say? <laughs> I ain't ever voting for Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I ain't never voting for Kevin McCarthy. Boom. Huh? Right? We need those kind of people, don't we? We need. See, we can do it, man. We can do it. But we got to. We got to. We got to get actively involved. That's what we got to get actively involved. Oh man, I, I I'm feeling it again today. That's what put my war uniform on today because I I sense we're at war. And we're going to do communion here in a second. I'm going to have Myra pray us in, and Betty's going to lead us in communion. Uh, just a second. Jeff Klein, go ahead real quickly. And then Glenn, go ahead, Jeff. Just real quick. I don't need to discuss it this morning, but we can discuss it tonight on the Zoom call about the school board meeting. So that'll be good. Right. Ja- January 12th. I'll be there. I got it on my calendar. I'll be there. Glenn. Uh, Glenn. Yeah, just wanted to remind everybody of the Zoom call at 7 p.m. If you received an email, uh, just, uh, you know, be ready. Hey, Glenn. Have somebody text me. I'm going to be busy. I want to be on that Zoom call. Have somebody text me just before it starts. Would you do that? Okay, somebody we'll te- do. Somebody text me. I'm going to be in D.C. Uh, not D.C., Hagerstown, whatever it is. Just somebody text me to remind me. I don't, I don't want to miss that. Kevin, go ahead. Coach, to what you were just saying, I got three words for you. Small, irate, minority. That's all it takes. That's what it said. Lighting, lighting brush fires in the minds of the people. Uh, small, tight. Oh, yeah. That's what it takes. Okay, go ahead, uh, Myra Press and Betty. Let's let's. Hey, folks, we're taking communion today in honor of those who are coming off of their fast. Now, some of us, me, I'm talking about. I've extended my fast. I'm I'm, I'm not done yet. The Lord hadn't released me yet, so I'm going to continue it on. Some of them came off last night. Some of them maybe came off two days ago. But we just want to, in a time of unity, uh, break bread together here for those who did what they did, and the Lord would honor their sacrifice. Go ahead, Myra, pray us in. Yes, Coach. Uh, Good morning, Harold. Um, The reading today will be from Romans 8, 8 through 11. And um, I wanted to say also that tomorrow I still will be having delivering session at 9 a.m., so anybody needs a demon to be casted out, they can contact me. If in case I cannot um, have good um, internet connection, uh, Benny will be helping. Thank you. So, it is written. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Those who are in the flesh cannot, cannot. That means cannot. That didn't mean won't. They can't, right? It's like I can't reach my daughter's house. I can't. Those who are in the flesh can't reach my daughter's house. Go ahead. Yes, coach. If so, be that the spirit of God. But, but you are not in the flesh. Go ahead. Yes, coach. Dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. 
And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But mm -hmm. the spirit is life because of righteousness. Amen. I'm dead man walking. Dead man walking here. I don't care. Fear not what, the, what man can do to you. huh? Bible says don't be afraid of those who can kill the body. Don't be afraid of that. Uh, no, no, no. That ain't what you're supposed to be afraid of. Go ahead. Yes, coach. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. A Holy Spirit adrenaline rush. How about that, huh? Huh? Like drinking one of those Gatorade, whatever those things are, huh? A Holy Spirit adrenaline rush does what? Quickens your mortal body. We're just meat suits. We're just vehicles that carries around the Spirit of Almighty God. Come on, man. Come on, don't miss this, right? Well, I'm going to go to Washington, D.C. My spirit leapt when I, when I saw that. My spirit leapt when I saw that there was a bigger gathering. I said, you know, I'm not going to go just because there's only going to be six or seven of us. I got a, you know, I got a lot of stuff on my schedule and I really can't set it. So I, I just can't go out there just to be with four or five guys. And then I see this and my spirit laps and oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Hope springs eternal, right? Oh, I'm gone. I said, don't tell Michelle. I got on the, on the internet, right? I'm gone. I, I, I got to be there. I got to be there. And by the way, I asked her to come too. She's got grandma duties and stuff going on. She couldn't get away from She and I always go together when we can. And she sacrificed because she wants to be there. She wants to be there. Two years ago. Think what happened two years ago. Oh, my goodness. Those guys have been. Go ahead, Myra. Sorry. It's all over me today again. That's quite all right, Coach. And I look forward to being with you, Greg, Rusty, and everybody else there tomorrow in D.C. all day long until night. Holy Spirit, you're welcome You are always welcome to Coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, joy, and grace on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. So we're going to take communion. Say, wait a minute, Coach, it's not Sunday. Well, what? You want to take it on Sunday? Where did you come up with that idea? The Bible says as often as you do this. As often as you do this. We're celebrating now. Those who maybe for the first time in their lives ever fasted any length of time. Some of you want a day. Some of you want a half a day. Some of you want three days. Some of you are still going. Some of you still are. And remember this. You fast not because it changes the Lord or you get brownie points, brownie points with God. You fast because it changes you. Amen. It changes you. It shows you how often you desire food throughout the course of the day. How often you walk by and put this in your mouth. You walk by and put this in your mouth. And how, how often you do that. And to realize that you can, in your mortal body, by the power of the Holy Spirit, say, no, I'm not eating that. No. You understand that we have the Holy Spirit gives us power over the flesh. That's what fasting is about, friends. It's not about scoring brownie points. It's not like the Lord sitting up there saying, oh, man, he hadn't eaten in three days. Let me bless him. Although he might. It changes you. It changes you. And here's what I know. I'm still on mine because the Lord hasn't released me. And how do I know when he releases you? I'm just, I'm just trying to coach some of you up out there. How do you know when he releases you? You'll know. You'll know when he's releasing you. I was almost repulsed yesterday 
as I walked through Sam's Club and all that food around me to eat. I could, I could have had anything I wanted. Could just grab this. Michelle grabbed some, uh, what do they call that, honey? Uh, jerky. She says, oh, I'm going to have some jerky. Oh, I jerky. I said, no, I ain't no jerky. And then I can get a pizza over there. I can get a pizza over there for only $7. They have really good pizza. I'm going to be, no, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that, right? So if you can do that to food, Think of all the other things that the Holy Spirit could give you power over. Go ahead, Benny. Okay. And while he, I say my prayer, maybe Spencer gets uh, 1 Corinthians up, 11. Father, I take the time to remember your great sacrifice for our sins. We remember your broken body and shed blood, not for anything you did wrong, but because you were paying the penalty for our sins. Amen. Before we take this bread and drink that, and this cup, uh, we repent of any sins we have committed before you. We also take this moment lightly, but recognize how precious and holy this moment is. We take a moment to thank you for your sacrifice and to thank you for the results of your sacrifice. We not only remember it, but we rejoice over it. We thank you that because of what you did for us, we can have our sins forgiven and have access to eternal life. Thank you for loving us enough to pay this great price for our redemption. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Betty, can I just stop you a second, folks? Let's just take a moment of silence here for you to reflect on your relationship with the Lord and to uh, humbly repent to him for the transgression that you that, that you that his precious blood covered. Lord, we can't do anything without you. We need you so much. We need, Lord, we need you in relationships and healings and mental conditions. Lord, we, we need you so much. The Bible says that without God, uh, with God, all things are possible. But as we read this morning, it's your spirit that empowers us. We just ask you for forgiveness this morning. Thank you for your blood that covers our sins and your willingness to die, to pay the price for them. Jesus' name. Go ahead, Betty. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three. Thank you, Spencer. Uh, for I have received of the Lord that which I also I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye drink this bread and drink this cup, or eat this bread and drink this cup, you do... Show, show the Lord's death till he comes. Whoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of body and blood of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you that he paid the price for us so that we can have a relationship with him. His body was broken so that it may be healed and restored. 
His blood was shed that we might be forgiven. Please forgive and cleanse us from the all right unrighteousness. Fill us with your Holy Spirit so that we might please you daily. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Betty. Thank you, Betty. Those of you who are continuing Amen, on, <coughs> uh, remember, you don't get brownie points by extending your fast. It's a matter of what it's doing inside you. If when Holy Spirit releases you from it. Hey, by the way, don't go around bragging to everybody you're on a fast. Just, just if you st- if you stay on it, just don't be pounding your chest. Right? Don't do that. Don't do that. Well, I got, I, look, I I want to brag a minute, can I? I want to brag a minute. Uh, go down to the bottom, Spence. Good morning, uh, by the way, there, Spencer. Go down and bring up a fourteen thousand views. I, I'm blown away by this. this. I'm not. I'm. This is not braggadocious. Hope you don't receive it as such. Carrie Maday. 14,000 people have viewed that video. 14,000. Now, it's probably more than that because of all the platforms and everything they put on. What does that tell you, friends? There's a great hunger out there for the truth. Now, look, I'm not, I don't want anything to, here, I want, look over on the side, okay? Over on the side, you can see on the side, Diane Ketterman, I'm not making fun of Diane, 28 views. Uh, Dr. John Diamond, 23 views. The End of Gas, 20 views. Coach Dave and Steve Hempel, 102 views. Huh? 14,046 views. I've been saying to you all, we are disseminators of truth. And I would I would ask you, share this. Now, this doesn't include maybe how many people went to our website and watched. I don't know if that counts as a click-through. Spencer maybe knows that better than me, but probably not. If you watch this video on our website or Facebook. I don't think it counts as a click here. So there's a great awakening that's going on. Amen. Amen. Okay, look, several things. Where do I want to go? All right. Go to awakening in the NFL. Oh, I got a lot. To, I got so much to do. Hang on. Don't do that yet. Don't do that yet, Spencer. Don't do that. I made a note to myself here. Dale, you got your hand up. Come on in, Dale. Why, why get ordered here? Coach, I just want to go back to that communion thing real quick, if I may. And just the thought of what communion is, the road to Emmaus, which is found in Luke chapter 24, and those two men are walking with Jesus, and he begins to tell them everything about the book of the law and about himself. And it says it was getting late. We're about verse 30. It was getting late. And they said, look, stay with us because it's getting late. And verse 32, they, it, verse 31, it Uh, I'm sorry, verse 30, it says, and it came about when he reclined at the table with them that he broke the bread and blessed it. He broke it and began to give it to them. And then their eyes were open. Coach, Mm. we, we can, brother, there's such a power and an anointing when we take the Lord's communion in a serious manner that he opens our eyes and gives us such a revelation into who he is, which will cause a revolution and revival. And so, brother, we did that. We were praying for you guys going to D.C. I'm telling you, brother, there's something powerful when we take the Lord's communion in a serious manner. Amen. Amen. So we're hoping to be taking that communion tomorrow, even at 7 o'clock out in front of the, the Supreme Court. We're, I'm, I'm excited, really excited about that. Uh, what am I looking for? Tricks, uh Get ready. Uh, get uh, Miss Prison of Felony up, up there. Get that ready to go up there, Spence. Don't put it up yet, but it's about halfway down. Cornell Law. 
I was thinking about something last night as I was watching those fools and uh, in the house trying to pick a, a uh, what do they call speaker of the house and realize what a what a deep, deep, dark, dark swamp that is. And there are 20 people that are in there doing whatever they can, trying to hold the line. And as I was watching that, and all of them up there giving these big fiery talks and everything, and, you know, there were some good things said, and yada, 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 said. I'm so tired. If you find a ministry that does more than us give to it, we're doers of the word here. We're doers of the word. And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching all these, these potentates in there, these elected officials, whatever that means, lining up to do what the Republican Party wants them to do, as opposed to what the people who elected them said they were supposed to do, which, by the way, is what the 20 people who are standing up against Kevin McCarthy are doing. They're saying, listen, we represent the people. We don't represent the Republican Party. We didn't come here to be slaves of the Republican Party. We came here to represent the American people. That's why we're here. And Kevin McCarthy, they don't like the stuff that you're putting forth. They don't like it. And our loyalty is to our people, not to the Republican. We didn't come here just to be on a team. That's what they're saying, right? Praise God they're so brave. You know what I got? You know what I realized? Wow. I was watching this, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Joe Biden. I'm thinking about Hunter Biden. I'm thinking about... Hillary Clinton. I'm thinking about all of the of the law breaking that we know they've been done. Can, do you guys know you guys know some some underhanded stuff that's been going on. Do you think that everything's legitimate that's going on in the Ukraine? Anybody think that's legitimate? Yeah. Do you think? Huh? Anybody think that? Do you think? Let, let me ask you this question. Do you think? Do you know anything at all about Hunter Biden? You know something about it, don't you? You know something about it. Do you know anything at all about uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein? You know anything at all about what he did? You, you know a little bit about that? Do you know anything at all about uh, Hillary Clinton of Benghazi? You know anything? Do you know anything at all about sort of an overview of it? You, you all do, don't you? You all do. Let me ask you something. Think Kevin McCarthy does? Think Jim Jordan does? Think Nancy P. Lousy knows? Think Chuck Schumer knows? I mean, come on, come on. Certainly, I don't know and they don't, right? So that, that certainly couldn't be true, could it? That couldn't be true. So they know, don't they? Yeah, they know. So I said, Lord, what's going on? Something not right. They said, well, coach, it's missed prison of felony. So what? So the Holy Spirit said, yeah, it's misprison of felony. Nobody, nobody will follow the law anymore, coach. I've been saying to you, I'm paraphrasing. So I've been telling you, nobody's after the truth. Nobody, nobody seeks the truth anymore, coach. That's what we've been trying to say. That's the theme of your show. Nobody seeks the truth. Nobody does what's right. Nobody stands up, coach. Everybody's covering their own tail. Everybody's in for it. Isaiah 56. Pull it up for me real quick. Isaiah 56. Isaiah 56, Isaiah 56, Isaiah 56, begin in verse 10, go to verse 10. His watchmen are blind. Now look, we can talk about the guys in the pulpit, or we can talk about the guys in Washington, D.C. Either one. There are watchmen and they're blind. They're all ignorant. 
Remember, ignorant doesn't mean stupid. Ignorant means to ignore. They all ignore it. They're all dumb dogs that cannot bark. They're sleeping. They're lying down. They're loving to slumber. Who? The elected, the people ruling over us, his watchmen, specifically the church, but certainly our elected officials in Washington, D.C. The kings of the earth. Why? Yeah, they're greedy dogs. What? What? Yeah, they're greedy dogs. That's why they won't. That's why they won't do the truth, tell the truth, expose the truth. They're greedy dogs, which can never have enough. And they're watchmen, shepherds that cannot. They don't understand why, because they don't know the Lord. They don't know truth. They all look to their own way. Everyone from his for his own gain, from his own quarter. They say, "Come, say ye, we'll we'll adjourn tonight. We'll adjourn this the session tonight, and we'll fill ourselves with strong drink, and we'll come back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again, and everything will be good because we'll eventually we'll wear down those twenty people, and uh, we'll all get our pockets lined." Anybody see the anybody see the correlation here? Correlation. So I'm sitting there, and the Holy Spirit says to me, "Well, look, Coach, that's misprison and felony." What? Throw it up there, Spencer. Keep in mind, all those elected officials, all 435 of them there now, uh, this is is, uh, misprison of felony. Whoever, having knowledge of the actual commission of a felony, who would that be? Whoever. Does, Does Chuck Schumer know? Huh? Did Jim Jordan know? Kevin McCarthy know? Whoever having knowledge of the actual commission of a felony cognizable by a court of the United States conceals and does not as soon as possible make known the same to some judge or other person in civil or military authority under the United States shall be fined under this title or in prison not more than three years or both. Hey, hey Clay, do you think all 435 members of that house know some of the stuff that we know. They may know some of it, but they're not they're not worried about doing anything about it. Why? Because they've got their own agendas. Misprison of treat misprison of felony. And we could throw up their misprison of treason because I to me they're connected. But see I want you to understand that even as we watch what the conservatives are trying to do, those 20 people are trying to do, you better understand that the Republicans and the Democrats are doing the same thing. Did you see yesterday? Pull up Sean Hannity. Oh, Sean Hannity. Pull him up real quick. I'm sorry if I'm dominating here a second. Pull up our buddy Sean Hannity. He went after Lauren Bobart so hard. She's one of the 20 that won't give in. Uh, just forward that to about the, the one-minute mark, Spencer. And let's watch our friend Sean go after. Hey, folks, does anybody remember when Sean Hannity used to be a patriot? Anybody besides me remember that? Anybody besides me remember when he used to be anti-government? Anybody? Uh, re- huh? When did he become a Republican shill? He always was. Here's one of the brave ones standing up for the people. And I want you to watch a few minutes of what Sean Hannity does to her. Go ahead. Pack it in. In your side to pack it in, considering he has over 200 and you have 20? Sean, I understand the frustration, I promise you. But, I'm not um, frustrated. He does you didn't not answer my question. And we are hearing, 
We I'm are not, hearing I'm from many frustrated. people who are still voting with Kevin McCarthy You're who are very supportive of what we're doing, and they're cheering us on. So there are more for us than are against us, and they are waiting for Kevin to cave. Okay. Um, you know, the American people are certainly frustrated by— I'm frustrated by you not answering a direct question. You said to President Trump, you, you said earlier today, that President okay. Trump needs to tell and Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, McCarthy not have you don't the have the we votes. Need to come up Hold with a Can I finish? Candidate to elect a Can I finish? Of the House. You don't have the votes, and it's time to withdraw. He has 203. Your side has 20. Why is it time for him to withdraw and not you? I'm out a minute. Any more votes? Does anybody remember the day when Sean Hannity would have been on the side of the 20? Is my, am I the only one that remembers that? Am I the only one that remembers that? And if you are still being boogied by Fox News, I'm telling you, you better find someplace else to get your information. Because something has happened. This boy has been bought and sold. He now is a Republican wonk. You with anybody think I'm crazy? It's right there. This goes on for five minutes. She is standing up for we the people. And Sean Hannity's giving her a hard time because she is. Huh? Kevin McCarthy's a crook. These 20, by the way, they all know it. They all know he's a crook. But they're all crooks too. And so they say, we have got to, there's no honor among thieves. So therefore, we have to stay with Kevin. So if your congressman, your Republican congressman, is still voting for Kevin McCarthy, you know this. He's bought, bought and paid for. Sorry. I'm sorry. The lines couldn't be any more clear. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, I got so much more to say. <laughs> Judah, come in there real quick. Coach, you nailed it. And it's awesome. What's great about this whole exposure is each round, every time they do a round, each person's being exposed. And yep. each representative re represents about. <clears throat> 700,000 individuals right at 20,000 those 20 people they're actually standing up for roughly about 14 million Americans amen who have the same beliefs and understanding that we do and you know what they're 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 pressing they're moving and the whole world is witnessing this so each round more and more people are being shaken awake going you know what this is possible we can we can and at some point, this avalanche is going to come down, and more and more people yeah, are going to see it. Down. Yep, yep, it's coming down. So, I'm with you, man. If any of you guys are following, following Ivan Ranklin on Telegram, <laughs> I'm telling you what, his sub stack is all over this. And what I love about Ivan is he's standing every morning, every day, he's standing at the front gates of the Capitol and the tunnel where all the congressmen have to walk through, and he looks every one of them in the eyeball and says, you better, be do the right, you better do the right thing. And he laughs because he knows they're committing treason as he walked past him looking this colonel, army colonel in the eyeball that served this country. And it's absolutely stellar to see what's happening. So, uh, so, so uh, Spencer, real quick. Put up misprison of treason. See if you can find that real quickly. Misprison of treason. Folks, look. <laughs> boy, oh boy. The Lord told us that there's nothing hidden that will not be revealed. We're seeing it all, man. We're seeing it all. And see, they call, what do they call those 20 people that are standing up? The Liberty Caucus. Is that what they call them? Freedom Caucus, right? 
We're finding out who's really for freedom and who's not. That's what we're finding. Misprison of felony. Huh? How about, let, stay with me a second. Misprison of felony. No, that's, that was misprison of treason. It's misprison of felony. A crime at common law involving judicial procedure. A misdemeanor that is a failure by some person other than a principal or accessory before the fact to disclose or report knowledge that a felony has been committed. Distinguished from compounding a crime in that no consideration was required. A common law to have been passed in misprison of treason. In such jurisdiction, the person has no... Uh, in, this is misprison of treason. If they know what's going on and they don't report it, they are just as guilty. That's what's going, that's what's being revealed to us right here. Except, see, the law doesn't mean anything anymore because we put bar judges on there, right? Political wonks in positions of authority on our courts. That's why there is no justice. So it all ties together. It all ties together. Paul Webb, come on in. I was, did you say Paul, Coach? Yes. Oh, hey, Paul. Oh, I, I was just going back to, uh, you know, Sean Hattie, the uh, double CIA lapel uh, commentator. You know, he also joined a uh, Republican candidate in the Pennsylvania Senate race by, oh. I don't know what he, he uh, it was black, he was running <laughs> Republican, and she was in the primary, and he destroyed her. So mm-hmm. that Oz can win. Yeah, so, so, so folks look, basically playing the playing side. <laughs> this goes deeper than that, folks. This goes deeper than that. You know this, right? That uh, Paul Ryan, former Speaker of the House, got booted out. He quit, but he got booted out. Paul Ryan now is an executive at Fox News. You guys know that, right? He's on the board of directors of Fox News now. Do you know who Paul Ryan's best bud was? Kevin McCarthy. You guys know that? So Paul Ryan, his best bud was Kevin McCarthy, who's running for Speaker of the House. And Paul Ryan now sits on the position of authority on fake news. I mean, Fox News. Paul Ryan is Sean Hannity's boss. You get, Folks, do you get this? You see how deep this goes? I wish I had an encouraging word. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth. Exposure is the encouraging word, Coach. Exposure. Exposure. It's all about exposure. Expo- I, 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 got to, I want you to see that. I got so much stuff I want to show you. Go to uh, the Pope. And then I want you to put this, Pope and the Luma, I want you to put this in the chat because we don't have time to go over it, okay? Huh? This is from InfoWars. Leo Zagami on how the Masons and the occultists took over Hollywood plus the Pope's Illuminati funeral. Put it in the chat. I don't have time to show it all now. Huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. Look, infiltration. Jude, Jude, evil men crept in unawares. Jude 1, put it up there. Put it Amen. up there. You either, you either believe the Bible or you don't believe the Bible. And Christianity has been, what's the word? It has been destroyed and poisoned from outside, from within, right? So Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write to you, the common salvation was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you, you should earnestly contend for the faith, which was once delivered to the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to be the Pope, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the Lord God 
and our Lord Jesus Christ. Certain men have crept in. And certain men continue to creep in. Can I tell you why? They're creeping in because the church has taught us to sit on your ass, pardon me, sit on your butt and let the pastor run everything. And you are just a sheep. In fact, you can read it in the you can read it in the Bible that Jesus is the shepherd and he hands off to the pastor and he's the shepherd and you are a dumb lamb. That's the message of Christianity. Yeah. Somebody give me a thumbs up. Say, Coach, I know that I, I, I'm seeing it now more and more and more and more and more. That mm. one of the greatest issues we are fighting in America today, oh, I feel this, woo, is organized religion. Organized religion. The religion of men. Teaching his commandments, the doctrines of men, making the word of God of none effect. They changed mm. everything, friends. They changed everything. Changed everything. I don't care how much you love your pastor. If he's not talking about the stuff we're talking about here, I'd quit going. I'd quit going. And I certainly would a long time ago quit giving them any money. If they're not talking about it, we are right now at the apex of the most unbelievable spiritual war the world has ever seen. And our pastors got cotton in their ears. They got softballs in their mouth and they got plugs up their butt. That's the way that I see it. That's the way I see it. No way. Just telling it like it is. Say so, uh, now, say, so, Coach. Yes, there are good pastors. Well, where the hell are they? Where's the coalition of good pastors? Why don't pastors? Clint in here. Somebody in here. Can somebody explain to me why pastors won't get together and work with each other? Can somebody explain that to me? Oh, they'll get together and they'll have coffees on Saturday morning. They'll talk about how many people they're running and how many programs they have and the buses that they're doing. They'll tell all that stuff, but they will never get together and strategize to take over the education that you're Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. No, no, no. You, you, anybody see what I'm saying? Is anybody, am I the only one? Am I the only one? Oh, Lord, don't let me be the only one. The good, pastors, day, okay. the good pastors are on your show. Yep. Amen. 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 Hey, folks, listen. Don't you, dare send me an e- don't you dare send me an email and say I'm criticizing the body of Christ. No, I'm not. I'm shaking up the body of Christ. I'm trying to point to you the real body of Christ. And it ain't that six-foot icicle standing in some pulpit in your neighbor. I'm just, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. Amen. Bible says, come out from amongst them. Come out from amongst them. Come out from amongst them. We need, we need, we need warrior pastors. Warrior pastors. We don't need back rubbers. Pat you on the head, guys. We don't need milk toast, guys. We need warriors. Men willing to die, not only lose their congregations, but die for the gospel. Boom. You think there are any of those anywhere? Huh? Think there are? I don't know. Maybe there are. We Maybe got there some. are. I can tell you this. I'm not bragging, and I wish it wasn't so. I think there's some big, pretty big guys watching me. What do you think? Huh? How, how come I how come I'm not afraid to say this crap? And some guy won't get in front of a hundred people in his church and say it? What? What? Oh, yeah, there's a spirit in the church, all right. But sometimes I wonder if it's the holy one. If the holy if the Holy Spirit's there, then he's schizophrenic. 
Because <laughs> my Bible says have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness. Have nothing to do with them, but rather expose them. And Amen. I want to pastor, ask him, just to pastor, just ask yourself, hey, pastor, when was the last, when's the last thing you exposed? Have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness. See, that's in the Bible too. Have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. When's the last thing you, when's the last thing you exposed them? Huh? So what happened to Clint Harper down there in Royston, Georgia, when he exposed the Georgia Guidestones, didn't we? <laughs> oh, yeah, they came running and pat him on the back, didn't they? Oh, they loved old Clint down there, huh? No, no. Well, he's a watchman. He's a watchman. He's a watchman on the wall. So are you. And you know why you're a watchman on the wall? Because the generals won't do it. Oh, man, I'm not trying. I don't care. Hell, I don't care. I don't care. I'm telling you the truth. Julie, come in. Then Jeff and Clint, go. Amen, coach. Um, I know. I say too. I don't care if you amen me or not. Hell, go watch Joel Osteen. I had a um, person that I know, and they do a breakfast, men's breakfast, every Saturday or whatever, once a month. And I um, asked them to have a guest speaker and you know, invite you. Well, they said, no, we have our own. So sure they do. Sure they do. And you know the sad part is there's some men probably in that congregation who are tired of it. They're tired of what's going on. Hey, hey, fellas, let's come here and uh we'll have a breakfast on Saturday morning and uh, uh we'll bring in some donuts and some coffee and we'll have a nice encouraging message and then we'll talk about the Bengals and the Browns and the Buckeyes. Exactly. You know I'm telling you the truth. Yes. You, know the truth. you know I am. Come on in, Jeff, then Clint. Amen to Pastor Clint. I'll share this real quick this morning. He'll probably like this. You know about it. But, you know, there's 140 pastors here in Knox County. They all know what you and I and Pastor Bill have done for 20 years. They know us. All of them. And that sign out front that says it's time for the pastors to come out of the closet has been out there six weeks. Still not one pastor has stopped. You'd think just one would stop and say something. No, they ain't no. coming out. Of, they ain't coming out of the closet. They're not coming out of the closet. They're not going, folks. I, I can't say this to you enough. There's some that will, but the average guy. What's what John Cooper say? Don't bite as a puppy, and don't bite as a dog. And I got twelve thousand people. Twelve thousand cars a day go by that sign. So at least the people are seeing it. I have people comment. That's it's funny. January twelfth. Be with Jeff Klein. January twelfth. Got another event. Pastor Clint. Come on in. Hey, Clint, I love you. I'm just telling the truth. Huh? Hey, I can crit- it's so you can criticize football coaches, but I can't criticize a pastor. Is that, is that the way this thing goes? Right? Huh? Oh, you well, get up here well, and tell me that was a stupid play. That was a stupid. Why don't you play this guy? Why don't you? But I can't criticize a pastor. Huh? Touch not thine anointed. Oh, really? Go ahead, Clint. Coach, I'm sorry. I, I, if anybody knows that you're telling the truth, it's me. Um, Every year on Life Change Sunday, our church goes in front of a Christian college uh, on a main highway, and we hold up signs uh, for about an hour. Well, we parked in a Pentecostal holiness church to do that. And right across the road, about 100 yards down, is a Baptist church. And every year I invite, you know, talk to the pastor, come out. They have never been out there. We've been doing it for 10 years. And last last time we did it, um, somebody from the Pentecostal church came and said, 
yeah, our pastor and his wife uh, said that they always come with you, and um, and this year they couldn't because his wife's sick. I said, your pastor said that? Yes. I said, he's a liar. I said, your pastor is a bold-faced liar. He has never came. He came one time and, and said, uh, I can't do it today, but uh, I may come back in a little bit. They are yeah. cowards. And, you know, I don't know what it is. I, I think I made some people mad in my congregation uh, last night um, because I've challenged them to go to their child's school library and see what kind of books is in there. And they won't do it. I, mean, I don't know if they're looking for me to do it or what. And then it occurred to me, and, and I talked about courage, and it occurred to me, that they don't want to do it because if they're faced with what they are feeding their kids, they'll have to do Ooh. something. Oh my goodness, and huh? They, la, la, right? They're, they'll find out if they're a coward or they'll have to fight and they don't want to do either one. Line leading the blind, baby. Line leading the appreciate you, Clint. Clint Harper showed up at the Guidestones. And they ain't standing anymore. Come on, Clay. I try to get involved with the most, uh, with the church in the area that everybody said all the Christian patriots were involved in. And I, and I spent a lot of time over there trying to build these men and uh, get a team together. And, one, and, and when I first went, I went with, and they had open arms. They were glad to see me. But then they found out who I was. And that I didn't keep my mouth shut, and I and I didn't I wouldn't keep my butt on the pew, and I would do stuff. And they're fighting about who gets to sing, who gets to play the guitar, what songs is going to be played, and it's breaking the whole church apart. And so now I've quit attending the church. And guess what, Coach? There's crickets. Nobody's asking where Clay is. Nobody wants no, to know. They're glad Clay you're is. gone, dude. They're glad you're gone. You're a That's troublemaker, right. dude. You come in and you touch God's anointed. How dare you do that, Clint? That's it. They're make that I'm making them look, I'm making the pastor look bad by standing up and him sitting on his butt. Have nothing to do with the where is that? Hey Dale, where is that? Have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness. Anybody know where that is? Because, by the way, Ephesians you can't take into your Bible verse. Where is it? Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. Keep going. Blah, 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 blah. And he gave some pastors. Where am I? There. Uh, where am I? Where am I? I'm looking. Ephesians 5.11. Ephesians 5.11. Sorry. You're close, Dale. Sorry. 5.11. And have no. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove, expose them, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest, are exposed by the light, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Therefore, awake you that sleep, Arise from the dead and shine the friggin' light. What does that mean? Expose. Expose. Light exposes. Hey, Clint, that's in the gospel too, isn't it? 
Isn't that in the gospel too? I think so. I think it is. I preached it the other week. Randy, come on in. Oh, I feel you, Coach. I preach this message every day to people. But I'll tell you, the, the picture of this coach, a great picture, First Samuel 4, whenever the Philistines whipped the Israelites, they whipped them. And because the Israel was full of sin, full of the same things we're talking about, and, 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 and it was, they, became called, they were called the Ichabod, the glory of the Lord has departed. Why? Because the ark was stolen. There was no Holy Spirit there, Coach. Anywhere there's not, there's a lack of the Holy Spirit. I will show you the dead Christians, the dead churches, wherever the Holy Spirit is being followed. And like we're, we're preaching this, Coach, we're trying to live this. This is why we can, this is why I can tell you, this is, these people here are part of the remnant. God mm. always has a remnant, Coach. He, he doesn't have to have the whole church to win. He needs a remnant. Amen. So, Randy, like, the, Lord just, the Lord just said to me, Lazarus, Lazarus, Lazarus. And what was Lazarus? We know what happened to the story of Lazarus when uh, when Jesus showed up and the sisters said, uh, uh, Jesus said, uh, uh, roll away the stone. They said, no, no, don't, don't do that. Lazarus is dead. He said, oh, no, 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 no. No, he ain't dead. He's just asleep. He's just sleeping in there. huh? And then what did he say? He said, hey, Lazarus, get your butt out of there, boy. Come out of there. Hey, you know what the Lord just said to me? The church is Lazarus. Church is Lazarus. Lazarus, come forth. Come out of that grave. Come on out of that grave, Lazarus. Come on out of there, dude. <laughs> See, you're not dead. The church isn't dead. It's just asleep. It's just asleep. We got to awaken it. Revelation 2015. Come on in. Oh, I feel this today. Morning, Coach. Uh, I'm currently in a conundrum with my own pastor over his Christmas Eve celebration that he had. And in particular, they did a, uh, a mock, recre- uh, mock recreation of the uh, birth of Jesus. And they had a uh, man portraying the Virgin Mary. And when they shown that on the screen, everyone was hooting and hollering and laughing like it was a good thing. But I looked over at my brother and I just said to him, this is blasphemy. So basically, I, I don't know. He's, I, I like my pastor, but I just don't know how to bring this to him because, honestly, I want to smack him upside the head that he would even allow such a thing to be put in front of everyone. Well, let me tell you this. You're supposed to slap him upside the head. Who's going to? Are you going to lose him as a friend? Huh? you going to lose him? Not going to be his friend? I really like him? Really? I huh. wonder if the Lord's happy with him. Wonder if somebody's supposed to tell him the Lord's not very happy with him. Or does it only go the other way? Does the pastor only get to tell you? Is that the way it works? You don't get to say anything to him? Because he's anointed and you're not? Would you ever be anointed to go talk to him? Hmm? Touch not thine anointed? Lord, do you really want me to go talk to him? Yes, you're anointed. Go do it. Oh, but Lord, I can't. I can't. He's anointed too. Come on, dude. You wouldn't put up with that. You wouldn't put up with that in any other area of your life to come and bow down. And that guy is always right. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Why is that in the church that way? Oh, boy. Read John 11, 11. John 11, 11. Hang on, Kevin. These... These things said he, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth. 
our friend the church is sleeping, but I go that I may awake him out of his sleep. Amen. That's what I'm doing. They say, Coach, all you do is scream. I'm trying to wake up dead people. (laughs) Come on. I'm trying to wake up the dead. They're just sleeping. (sighs) I'm going to pass out. Kevin, go ahead. Coach, can you pull up Revelation 2.5? No, I can't, but they might. Revelation 2.5. Yeah, read that. I think it's directly related to what you're saying and what Randy just said. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works. Wow. Or else I will come unto thee quickly. Quickly. Not soon. Quickly. Or remove the candlestick out of his place, unless you repent. Hmm. Hey, I, don't think, I, I don't think the Holy Spirit's going to remove the candlestick from your ministry. I'm just saying. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey, Pastor Clint, I'm not saying this. I don't mean, I'm not directing this at you. Well, our pulpits need some repentance, don't they? Somebody give me an amen. Our pulpits need some repentance. Amen. Fear and cowardice. Compromised. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then the power of Christ might return to the church, but it ain't in there now. Huh? Jesus says his name on the door, sort of, but other than that, he ain't very well represented in that place. So, just telling you the truth. Sorry. Go ahead, Clint. It's funny you talking about the church sleeping. I preached last night, taking a break during time of battle. And yeah. I, I take I took it from Second Samuel 11 when uh, the, it was time that the kings went out to war and David's tarried behind. And the cost that it that he paid for not fighting when it was time was remarkable. And I'm telling you right now, the church is sleeping or taking a break. This is the time of battle of, of the whole Amen. history of Amen. the church. There's never been a more time for the church to back, get in the battle as now. And, okay. and they won't do it. They will not. Here we, go. Here we go. I'm running out of time. Go to CoachDaveLive.com. CoachDaveLive.com real quickly. Pull that up there for me, the website. And then I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a story. You, uh, folks, uh, show them where that donate button is. Show them where that donate button is. All you have to do is go there and hit, click that button and put $10 in there. Put 20, everybody in there. I don't know how many are in here. Come on, man. Come on. Help us out here, will you? Put it on there. Now, look, I'm going to tell you a story. True story. I'm going to end with this today. I, uh, I was coaching the Fairfield Christian Academy, and we were playing against uh, Lancaster Fisher. And it was late in the game, and we should have been winning, and we weren't winning, and I couldn't explain to you why. And we had the greatest stud tailback you ever had. A guy now I'm not going to say his name because it, his name is Ben, and and we just we just hadn't done very well. We get the balls under two minutes to go, about two minutes and thirty seconds to go, and we had to go about seventy five yards. In the first play of the game, first play of this drive, I threw a screen pass to Ben. And ben caught it, and he broke loose and ran down the sidelines about twenty five yards. Somebody. Side uh, clocked him out of bounds, knocked him off his feet. And he, he stood up and he came over to me. He says, Coach, I need a break. I need a break. And he's walking away from me. I reached out and I grabbed him by the shoulder pad. And here's what I said to him. I said, Ben, we need you now. Now. Now's not the time to go rest. We need you now. I said, all that work you did in the weight room all summer, all off season, everything you've put into this program, we need you now. 
grabbed his helmet, ran back in the huddle. Boom! We pounded that thing in from the two-yard line as time expired. I'll never forget it. Hey, folks, the Lord needs you now. Amen. 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 See you from D.C. Amen.